Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another lovely episode of Lori Time. I am your humble host, Daniel, and strapped to the chair with a saw trap attached to him is my co-host. Oh, you weren't supposed to tell them about that. Oh. It's your boy, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are back once again with another riveting Lori to tell you. Uh, today, uh, Zach is going to be in the uh, captain's chair. So, Zach, what do we... Learn about today. I know you're all thinking we're going to be talking about an 80s movie, <laughs> but joke's on you because we're talking about a movie from 1979. <laughs> uh, technically, I'm actually not the 80s. Of actually, uh, we're going to actually be covering one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. um, ever, uh, Alien. Alien. Alien, okay. not Aliens. <laughs> that is the very good sequel to Alien. This is Alien. I hate that they added the S just because if I just say aliens, right? I don't know what, I, you're, I mean, I don't I mean know what a, you're talking about. Yeah. I mean a completely different series of, mo- of movie and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, yeah. So this movie um, was su- not only super influential, but mm-hmm. it spawned off a ton of things. You had yeah. a whole line of films, um, books, comic books, video mm-hmm. games, um, Alien versus Predator. Yep. Um, it's, it's confirmed that the Predator and the Alien universe is is one and the same. Those okay. movies happen in the same oh, universe. Cool. Yeah, okay. that's real. Uh, the Predator stuff just happens bef- a lot, like way before yeah. the Alien stuff, and then the Alien versus Predator movies happen after. Yeah. Um, it came out in 1979. Uh, it was directed by Ridley Scott, and Ridley Scott, um, of, of Blade Runner fame, mm-hmm. does a lot of sci-fi, a lot of big yeah, sci-fi, a lot of big sci-fi movies. And so what's interesting about this movie in itself is it's built as, so it's when you go to, you're, you're watching like an alien, you're either thinking like, oh, it's going to be an action movie. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's going to be a really high tech, uh, like, sci, like sci-fi movie. This movie is basically a haunted house movie in space. And that's how yeah. Ridley Scott described it. Yeah, that feels accurate. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I like to think of it as a slasher movie in space. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar to like seventy slashers of the time, like um, Halloween, Freddy, Freddy. It, it has that uh, fr- uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. It very much has this unstoppable force. Meets it, yeah, yeah, just running through people, mm-hmm. and um, it creates a very interesting tone. Um, it's the only because Aliens because the sequel becomes a much more action oriented movie, and then from then on, it very much becomes action movies with yeah. like horror in it. Um, this one is, was definitely like a horror first type okay. of a movie, um, but it it had a big impact on me uh, back when I was in college. Uh, mm. One of my first apartment we didn't have Wi Fi. <laughs> Shout out to Ben. We were we were supposed to have uh, Wi-Fi included in our apartment. Uh-huh. Did not work. Oh, okay. So uh, a lot of DVDs. It sounds a like. lot of DVDs. Bat, uh, we would go to a record store called Rasputin, uh-huh. and they had the dollar. Yeah, you buy like dollar janky. And uh, I think I splurged one day and spent like ten dollars <laughs> to get the four pack of Alien movies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there was a lot of days where it was like just gotta throw in a movie. And uh, Alien was one of those movies that was just kind of like constantly playing. Like, like playing. Um, but yeah, it has a very, uh, like I said, it has a very interesting tone to it. Um, it kind of reminds me how, of like in the first Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. there's a much more scary, slashery tone to it than what yeah. would be in the following movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it has some really good practical effects in it. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it has some really good practical effects in it. Um, when you're looking at reviews of this movie, it, it's kind of difficult to fully gauge because it is such a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you see negative things about it... <laughs> it how did it make you feel? Oh, I did not. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I'm about to argue with people writing reviews from like 10 years ago. No, it, it's a movie that gets hyped up a lot. Yeah. As in like, you've got to see this movie, you've got to see it. So I think some people kind of go into it with like different expectations of what it is. Yeah. And it is not a modern horror by any means. Mm-hmm. If you go into it looking for like a conjuring, like that type of It's thing, not going to be. It's not it. No. This is much more like even calling it straight horror. It's, it's sci-fi horror. It's, it's, it's sci-fi horror. It's it's almost thrillery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it's there's not like like there are jump scares, but it's not like the current climate of horror. You could say it's even like a mystery because you're trying yeah. to discover how yeah this thing is on the ship. How do we? What, yeah, you're trying to discover what it is. Hundred percent more than just like in like. Jason or whatever, right? He's just yeah. this force that's coming, and you're just like, okay, well, can okay, we try and kill it? Yeah. As with this one, we're like, what you're stuck it? on you're stuck on a ship with it. Yeah. How do we? Get, we can't just drive away. We can't. It, it, it's here with us. Yeah. And no, that's a great point. Um, it it reminds me a lot of Jaws too, because you know how in Jaws you don't see a lot of the shark, but it's a, yeah, but I, it's it's there. It's scary. It's this yeah. thing. Um. It plays a lot. A lot of this movie plays out on our fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. which I've told you I'm a big like H.P. Lovecraft fan. Yeah, and that is a is a big thing. Like this fear of what you can't see. This and, looking into the darkness and it's something staring back at you. And it's something staring back. And I think this movie, this movie and the second movie work. But the more movies they put out, the more things they try to answer. Uh, and. We had this discussion before. Yeah, we did. And sometimes, I think in horror, it works better the less you know sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That just makes it scary. It makes it scary. It's the... It literally... The unknown is scary. And especially when the unknown is taking the form of a monster. Yeah. What is it? What does it want? It just Mm -hmm. wants to eat you. Yeah. When you start giving them motivations and like reasons to be, it gets I, for me it kind of loses a little something. But that's just a, a personal preference. I think what like what you talked about with like uh, that movie, the reason like that movie it follows mm-hmm. was really good is because it's just this thing that this thing. follows you. Yeah, and like obviously you can put and it, like you can put metaphors on yeah. it and stuff. But yeah, it's just this thing that follows you, and that's scary. That's, that's a fear. Oh no, it is scary. Yeah, it's just the, the idea that no matter where you are. There's just something walking in you. Yeah. And, and you can go far away from it. And it'll eventually find you. It'll eventually it'll, find yeah. you. It's just always moving at you. That's a terrifying concept. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, yeah. That's, that's a really good uh, par- uh, a parallel. Um, what also set this, this movie apart, I think, is H.R. Geiger yeah. was directly involved in designing the alien and mm-hmm. a lot of the set work. And for anyone who doesn't know, H.R. Geiger... Had some thoughts. <laughs> he was a guy who had some drawings. Drawings. Yeah. He, he he's a very famous artist, and he had a very specific style. Yeah. I've never really seen anyone who had a style similar to it. I don't no. think maybe anyone. It hasn't really, it hasn't really been replicated either. I was no, it, it is a like biomechanical. Mm-hmm. This this idea of flesh and technology yeah. coming together to make these weird paint like yeah. yeah, and it's a very cool art style, but it's very weird mm-hmm. it's very disturbing abstract very abstract 
And that's he was he designed the suit. He designed a lot of the creature designs, and um, it very much feels it feels like biomechanical. It feels like H.R. Geiger. Yeah, and um, his influence is all over the movie, and it really gives it kind of its own kind of like creepy feel to it. And he was uh, was he <clears throat> also inspired by Lovecraftian? I he feels like. I don't know for certain, but I could see that because yeah. there is definitely a unknown. This is weird. This is it's that shape that doesn't right because that mm-hmm. feels very Cthulhu or you know mm-hmm. whatever the many old ones are like. It's a right. shape that isn't natural, natural to us. Or yeah, or the idea that we're looking at something that's so advanced, so mm-hmm. far in the future, that we can't comprehend. Like yeah. they've gotten to the point where technology and like your flesh and like who you yeah. are is like connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. And us like looking at it, we're like It's a Ugh. very yeah, it's a very body body mm-hmm. horror movie as well too, right? Oh, like it's yeah. big on I mean the icon and not the Yeah, no 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 yeah. the iconic Oh yeah the come, scene, yeah. Where it comes out and the guy is Yeah, on the table and, yeah. it, and it comes out. No, it's 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 very body horror based. And I think a large portion of your enjoyment is if you're gonna get pulled in by the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. If you're in it for the atmosphere, you're. I think it can really draw you in. If you're just looking for big scares, I don't think this would really be for yeah. you. Um, but I love I love atmosphere in writing. I love atmosphere in music, and yeah, I, yeah. I, I think in movies it really pulls it off. Uh, so without further ado, gather round <laughs> the, uh, the 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 uh, kitchen table oh, and boy. pour and pour yourself a bowl of space cereal, and don't let the alien pop out of your chest. As I tell you the story of Alien. Which uh, begins with this a great establishing shot of space. Yeah. And I've told you that uh, space is one of my biggest fears. Yeah. And it literally just pans to, like, space. And then it pans over this planet. Okay. And um, slowly as it's panning across this, like, infinite void, uh, the title card fills in. So, like, it it does line by line to spell alien. It's really cool. That is cool. And it's it's this kind of, like, eerie kind of music playing. And it pans over to a ship. And it's this large cargo vessel. And it gives us a little title card uh, that explains that this is the Nostromo. Mm-hmm. It's a commercial towing vehicle for the Wayland yutani Corporation. Okay. And it's to- it's towing in, I think it's something like 20 million like tons of ore. Uh, okay. And uh, it's, um, it's, it's got a crew of seven, and its uh, destination is Earth. It just gives us a little title card there. And, um, and then it starts giving us some establishing shot of inside the ship. And again, this works really well because it's showing us that this is, it's the 70s view of the future. Yeah. Which is very like pipes everywhere, very creaky. Like they had like computers, but they were like what they thought computers were going to be like. The black and green, like kind of like that, like fallout kind of script. Which, you know, we, we kind of laugh about, like, black and green interfaces, but I know for our jobs, we work with yeah. stuff. So I guess it's not really not that far out of it. They'd be <laughs> still using these, like, Sadly, but, yeah. these clickety-clackety computers. And it really, and this, I think, where you can really see, like, the Haunted House movie in space. Mm-hmm. Because it's giving you these shots of, like, just, like, chains, like, slowly rattling mm-hmm. back and forth. Like, the atmosphere, these dim corridors, like, not a whole lot of lights are on. 
and gradually as it's showing you these shots, the computers in the control deck start to like come back up. Yeah. And it's very like lines of code are going across. And there's this great shot where there's the spacesuits that are sitting opposite of the computers mm-hmm. and it's showing like the lights and the like it's just very atmospheric. Yeah. Slowly lights are turning back on across and, and the, the score in this movie is great. It's kind of like it's like your your, your sci fi, but it's that more sinister like undertones to mm-hmm. it. And um, it basically takes you on a little journey of the ship. It shows you what we're dealing with, and it gets into where the sleep pods are. Okay. And slowly it shows each sleep pod opening and the seven crew uh, members slowly waking up. And uh, those seven uh, crew members, we have Dallas. He is the captain, which that is the most I am the captain of something name of all time, Dallas. You have the executive um, officer, Kane. Uh, you have the warrant officer Ripley, which is pl- uh, played by uh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, yeah. and uh, you have na- the navigator Lambert. And I'm gonna give her a lot of shout outs because I don't think she knew this was a movie. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's legitimately terrified 90% of this. Film. She's, li- she's living, she's living, alien. she's <laughs> living alien. Um, there's Ash, he is the science officer, and he is a new addition to this crew. Uh-huh. Uh, he was put on the ship by the Whaling Utani Corp before they left. Mm-hmm. Um, you have engineers, uh, who are probably my favorite characters, Parker and Brett. They're just two guys trying to do their jobs. <laughs> we are way above the penguin. We are way above them. They're, they're just trying to fix holes, man. Yeah. And uh, the last the last unofficial member is they have a cat on board named Jonesy. Jonesy. Poor Jonesy. Yeah, poor Jonesy. This cat goes through it. Um, so 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 uh, slowly it opens up. It really shows that like they're like waking up, but it's like they're waking up from like a deep sleep. Yeah, this is like cryo sleep, mm-hmm. and they are like fucked up. They're like, ooh, this is this sucks. And uh, it shows them that they, they all get together and they're all like having breakfast for the first time because they're assuming that they're back by Earth because they've been on this long mining thing. It's been yeah. months. They're coming back, and. Uh, the conversations in this movie are actually pretty natural. Like oh, okay. it, 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 it doesn't, doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel forced. Weird. I feel like they really didn't give them much a direction. I feel like they're literally kind of just like talking <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And um, the, and because of that, some of it runs together, but it kind of feels natural because they're like talking over each other and they're just yeah, like, yeah. like you wouldn't yeah. normal talk when your friends or whatever it is. Exactly. And while they're kind of waking up, they're having this conversation. Uh, this alarm starts going off. Uh-huh. Which is notifying the captain that Mother wants to talk to them. And Mother is like the operating system of the ship. Oh, that's not creepy. Right? And it's like, nope. and I, th- I believe it is a acronym for something, like M-O-T, but like they don't... master operating yeah, main, they, mainframe, right? Yeah. Exactly, that's probably... I, oh, Daniel, you're on okay. it? <laughs> I can write this. I, I, I think that's what it is, but it's like what communicates with the company, kind of like gives them directives, they can yeah. ask it questions. And it wants to talk to him. So he goes to log in to the computer, and while he's doing that, they kind of go to see where they are in the, no, I'm in the galaxy, how close they are to Earth, and they realize they're nowhere near Earth. Uh, they they're, went through the warp. Yeah, they went through the warp. They got <laughs> pushed out by the chaos gods. And they're like, where are we? And the, the navigator literally actually says, where are we? And, so, and Kane goes, you would know. Like, this is, this You're your, supposed to tell us. That's yeah, your job. Exactly. Like, you, you could tell us where we are. And um, they're, they're very far from what they're on. Uh, I think they haven't even made it to the outer rim, they said. 
And Dallas, while this is going on, I was talking to Mother, and Mother says that they have intercepted a um, distress signal from this planet, this unmarked planet, and that they are to go and check to see what this distress signal is. So he's relaying this information to them, and God bless Parker and Brett, because they go, this isn't our job. <laughs> they said, we're a towing vessel. We're not, we're not a like humanitarian mission. No, this is not. A, and their, their thing is, they're getting half shares. Everyone else is getting full shares. Uh, and they're like... Oh, dude, I'd be like, fuck this. Yeah, they're like, we want full shares. We want full bonuses. And they literally say, maybe if you pay us more money... We'll give more of a hope. We'll, we'll go help these people. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, and Ash, who's the, the science officer who works directly for the company, goes, well, there's actually a clause that says if there could be any extraterrestrial life... We have to go check it out, or you could have a complete forfeiture of all your shares. Uh, and they're like, well, I guess we're uh, going to go, yeah, yeah. I, I guess we're going to go solve this problem. Corporations, man, fucking, always read your contracts, everybody. Always read your uh, your your contracts. So uh, they're getting this distress signal, so they're going to go down and land. And uh, there, there's another great shot where it shows that, so the first shots are this giant, like, ship. And you realize that their ship is just the front part that is literally just pulling the cargo. They're literally just a big rig in space. Yeah, okay. So they disengage from the main cargo because uh-huh. they want to make sure that's safe. And they f- go down to the planet. And honestly, the whole landing sequence is really cool. Like, the practical effects, I think, are right up there with, like, Star Wars that's oh, coming okay. out at the yeah. time. It's very, if you know the spaceships, how they look in Star Wars, yeah, very, very similar. similar to how it looks in Alien. And it goes. It's a very realistic. It shows how like kind of dangerous space travel is because like they land, but as soon as they land, they like bump a rock. It puts a small hole, and everything starts like sirens going out. There's like smoke coming out of everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And the engineers are like, "Fuck!" Like, <laughs> God damn it. That's literally. They're like, they they have to go down there. They try to fix it. Yeah. And and Ripley's like, "I'll go down there and like take a look." And they look at each other like, what the fuck is she going to do? <laughs> so wait, so what is Ripley's position in the boat? Or she, the again? Ripley is the warrant officer, so she's third in command. Okay. She, I, I think other than that, she just helps run the ship. She, like, yeah, yeah, she's there. She's mom to go to if they, people got complaints. Exactly. Uh, so I know you talked about like the low light and stuff. Yeah. Really fast. So... The layout, I can imagine, so is the layout of the ship in and of itself, like, like is it very white? I feel like it's very white. The Some parts of it are white. Okay. A lot of it is also grimy and black. Okay. So, like, the inside of the ship is all, like, think air ducts. Okay. So, like, there's just Which, pipes. Yeah. Yeah, there's just pipes. It's all metal. It's very uncomfortable. The actual rooms where they are or are white. Are very sterile. Are very okay. sterile looking. But, like, the majority of the ship is very utilitarian. It's very uh, metal. Again, pipes are everywhere. And (laughs) there's a line in here where they're looking, the engineers are looking to fix the ship, which I have never related to so much. Because they look at each other and they're like, how long do you think this is going to take? And one of them's like 17 hours. So he so he gets on the the, uh, the, the radio to the rest of the crew. He's like, it's going to take like 25 hours for us to get this going. <laughs> He's like, no. Just shoot high, yeah. baby. So they're trying to like stabilize that. And Ash, who is the new science officer, he... Acts very shady this whole movie. Yeah, he's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. And he's like analyzing the air and he's like, it's almost like primordial air. 
uh, if we put the suits on, we're only like 2,000 meters away from the uh, the signal. We could just walk. Mm-hmm. And they're like, walk? And he's like, well, you know, that's uh, probably a good idea. And they're like, I guess. I'm, I'm okay. We yeah. just talked about Warhammer, and yeah. I feel like if someone suggested this, they would have just tossed his ass out. Honestly, just throw like, him. And be like, good, like they would have found a vent in yeah. the crust and just like, whoops. Right, no, exactly. <laughs> and like, the captain laughs, and he's like, it's basically like, you're not going to let this go until yeah. we go and get it. So he, so him, Kane, and Lambert. Well, we could cross them off the list, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, Kane is played by Jonathan Hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, they're like, fine, we'll put on the spacesuits, which are very, like, realistic, really cool design on spacesuits. Yeah. Like, they're constantly putting, like, puffs of, like, oxygen up in the air. Okay. Like, we'll walk in this, literally, this constant storm planet. Oh, fuck this. Yeah, we'll walk no. this to that, like, you can barely see. Nope. And Ash, his big contribution is, like, I'll stay on the ship. I'll just, like, monitor to make sure you're okay. Oh, dude, fuck no. You're yeah. You're coming, you're coming with us. Your idea. It's your idea. You're coming, coming with fuck us. You. Nope. And he's literally, so he's watching them. He's, like, monitoring their lives because he's a science officer. So he's monitoring their life support. And he's, like, watching their camera. And there's some really cool shots here that are, like, first-person shots through mm. their camera, what they're seeing. And it's really that real grainy. And it's very found footagey, which is a genre that wouldn't really take off to the Blair Witch. Yeah. But that idea of, like, you know, you have yeah. the camera Oh, wait, what was that? Okay, we can't yeah. see it. Uh, and then... Yeah, so you get a lot of shots like that, which is pretty pretty influential. And um, so they're walking, and they're kind of like, this is dumb. Oh, I did it's, Fuck this. Look at this. This is the storm. So they're walking out there. So Ripley is staying on the ship, and she's asked, she asked the science officer if Mother has been able to, like, decode the um, SOS yet. Uh-huh. He's like, I haven't had time to put it into the computer. Quotation marks and yeah. all that. Yeah. So she's like, can I put it? He's like, yeah, yeah, go, go right ahead. See what you can do. So uh, it goes back to Dallas, Kane, and Lambert. And they, co- they they come out to this clearing. On this top of this, like, mountain is this giant alien spaceship. Oh, we walk away. Right. It's this giant circle. Mm. It's like, the, it, it almost looks like the droid control ships in uh, the Phantom Menace. You know how oh, they're like the half yeah, circles? yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're looking at it, and they're like, uh... We're going to need a bigger gun. We're going to need a bigger gun. <laughs> we're going to need a Warhammer gun. And Lambert literally, bless this girl, is like, let's leave. Let's, let's just not. Yeah. With whatever this oops, is. Oops, we, we didn't find anything, guys. Yeah, Shit. we're just, we're just going to get out of here. Yeah. And they literally came like, well, we're here. Like, we've got, we've got to check it out. Otherwise, we're going to forfeit all of our money unless we go check this thing out. So they literally, so as they're getting closer to it, they, they're losing reception. Okay. So Ash, like, can't see them. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'll just go back to the deck. And as they're getting closer, Ripley is, like, decoding this SOS. And she realizes it's not an SOS. Oh, it's a... It's a don't come over here. Oh. Uh, as we have three people. As over, over there. there. And so she's, she's like, this is, this is bad. She's like, because it wasn't able to decode it fully. So she's not exactly sure What's what it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. but she knows it's not an SOS, and it seems like it's more of a warning. So she's like, she tells Ash, she's like, I'm going to go out after them. Oh, my God. My man just goes, why? why? <laughs> and then he like, well, if by the time you get out there, 
they're already going to be like, we can't contact them. Nuts. But by the time you get out there, it's too late anyway. They're going to know if it's an SOS or if it's a, you know, like like what it is. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to wait here and see. Boys, yeah. Yeah. Ash isn't fun. No, Ash is Yeah, fuck Ash. So it shows them. So this is where HR Geiger went crazy because mm-hmm. he designed this whole ship. Oh, okay. So they like crawl into like this hole and emerge inside of the ship. And it is an agar an HR Geiger painting come to life. Like the the walls like oozy and uh, fleshy and there's like the the but it's all mixed with the metal and the technology. Mm-hmm. So they're following it, they're getting closer to this to into the actual SOS signal. <laughs> and they come up through the hole and there's this giant chair in the middle of the room. Nah. And there's like this skeletal alien which is like merged into the chair uh-huh. and it's just like entombed like in this thing and that's where the SOS signal is coming out of it's from the chair and they get closer this thing is like gross like they did an amazing job designing yeah. this thing and it is this massive alien like it is huge and it, it's like humanoid in shape mm-hmm. and it's like it almost kind of looks like it has like an elephant kind of like a head that kind of like goes down like goes into uh, its body okay. and it's like it's, it's like all entombed into the chair and they're looking at it, and they're like, this has been dead forever. Like, these are skeletal remains. Yeah. And they're, like, looking at it, like, so there's no, that doesn't look like there's anything else here. And there's this hole in, like, the chest of the alien. And they're looking at it, and they're like, it looks like it exploded outward from, like, inside of it. And they're like, and uh, when they look at the face of the alien that's entombed, it looks like it died screaming. Uh-huh. Okay. So they're like, hmm. So the fact that we're still here feels problematic. It feels problematic. And literally, <laughs> Lambert is like, Let's leave. <laughs> this is we had a lot of times to go back, guys. We should just <laughs> yeah. leave. And but again, they see another hole in the ground. And Kane's like, we need to keep like checking this out. I don't like Kane. No, okay. I mean Kane. Kane no. is just trying to like. I know it's, uh, it's it's hard, right? That's the problem with like us being out here, right? Is yeah. that we know like no, yeah, don't yeah. Do this don't do this, don't do that, but like. You know, I, uh, you gotta push the movie along, but. Yeah, but but I'm trying to think in my head, right? We're in that. Obviously, I would be in that situation. I'd be like, no, <laughs> we're not going. Ash is going. Ash okay. is going. Yeah, it's your idea. So they kind of like spelunk down inside the cave, and it's nope. And they go down into the ship, and it's like a big incubator. Nope. It's um. They said it's really hot, uh. and it's humid, and there's like a. Like a fog that's kind of covering the ground, oh. and it's like, and it's it's literally a giant incubator. Yeah, and there's like this like kind of like a laser level that like when you move it, it kind of like breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like looking around, and he realizes that all over the ground are eggs, or what he thinks are eggs. They're like yeah. these weird leathery balls. So he's like looking around, and he kind of like slips off from where he's standing, and he kind of goes down into the mist. He's like, oh wait, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm just. I just slipped. Yeah. So he starts like looking around with his flashlight at the different like eggs on the yeah. ground, and he's like, "They and they're oozing, and they're doing this thing where they're dripping up." Oh, what the which fuck? is really just actually a really cool effect. Like everything is dripping up from oh. them. So he's like looking at the flashlight, and when he flashes over one, because you know how when you look at an egg, you can see through it. You see something kind of like stir in the uh, egg, kind of like yeah, squiggles little, around. Yeah. Little kick or whatever. Yeah, a little kick, and he like puts the flashlight, and you can see like this fleshy thing just kind of moving around. He's like, "Oh, we've got like biological life." Uh And as he's talking about it, the egg opens up Uh in the top, like 
like a flower. And he does the ultimate thing you should never ever do. He looks directly <laughs> into it. He looks directly into it. Shout out to our high school chemistry when they're like, don't, 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 look lean, it. don't lean directly over it. Waft, it waft the hand over. It's like, here, can you check this gun to see if it's loaded? <laughs> Let me look directly into it. Like Luke Skywalker. Like Luke Skywalker. Like right in the head. But they have helmets on, right? Yeah. Okay. They, they have space helmets. Okay. So he, so he looks down into it. And this thing, you don't know what it is, but and it like jumps out of the egg, attaches itself, and he falls down. Oh, and it happens really quickly. Yeah, it's a good little jump. That's a yeah. that's a soft that's a solid jump scare. That's a believable jump scare. Yeah, You're like no, that's what you get. That's why you don't put your face over shit. Yeah, and it's it, that was like the first jump scare. And it's like the whole movie so far was leading to that, yeah. like that interaction. So it kind of comes back to Ripley, and she's like, "Where are they? Where are they?" And then Ash is like, you know, he and like he's also like super concerned about where they are. And he finally sees them getting closer, uh-huh. and he realizes they're carrying one of them. So they're in the airlock. They get blushed down, and Ripley's like, "What?" Like she's like, "Can you open the door?" And Ripley's like, "What? Like what's wrong?" Yeah. And he's like, "There's something has attached to Kane's face. We need to get him into the infirmary right now. You need to open the door." Like his actual face. Or like his like, actual. Oh, it broke face. through the. It glove. broke through the thing. God damn it, guys! And and Ripley literally goes, "No." no. She, she's like the most logical thing yeah. ever no she's like this is a quarantine yep. procedure it's 24 hours yep and Dallas is like listen if we don't get him in now he's probably gonna die and she's like well if I let him in now we well, could all die sick. we don't know what it is the greater good the greater good and he's like this is a direct order and she's like listen when you're when you're not here I'm in charge you're not I'm actually I'm you're actually, not actually here you're not actually here she's like I'm in charge you would do the same thing yep we're going to leave you out there for 24 hours. And he's like, this is a direct order. Well, Ash, my man, uh-huh. is just standing outside the door. And he's like, Ugh, he just opens it and lets them in. And Ripley's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Obviously, you didn't hear the quarantine part. The quarantine. So he's like, we'll get him to the infirmary. So Quarantine infirmary. And quarantined infirmary. Then. Infirmary. So they, they take him. They take... Um, Kane um, into the infirmary and they lay him down. And this thing has literally, the way it's shown, so he's got a space helmet and it has like pushed its way through the glass nah. onto his face. I, I just want to announce for it so, for, like, so you know, because yeah. me and Emmett have this agreement, my yeah. roommate. If anything foreign is on us and it looks dangerous, we have given each other the green light to kill each other. Yes. Like to put a bullet in the other if we need to Pol- to, to save all of us. Please do. <laughs> It is no. I would have shot you, Zach. I oh, was like no, please. Zach's dead. Bam. I would have. I would have appreciated it. <laughs> Throwing you ass out. Nope. Because uh, what is on his face is horrifying. Oh yeah, the face huggers. It's called a face hugger. Nope. So literally, think a hand. It has knuckles, long spindly With fingers. The weird. Yeah. So basically, it goes over your head uh, and it locks in with its fingers. Uh huh. It has these two sacks on the side, yeah. which breathe, which essentially pulsate air. So it puts a long tentacle down your throat, and it puts and basically it breathes for you. Oh, so it puts air hard. into you. So it's like breathing for you, which is why he yeah. didn't die. So it, ba- it it puts its tentacle down your throat. Yeah, it's like a intubator mm-hmm. when you're and it and it breathes, and then it has a, like a a tail that wraps around your throat. From a 
from a from a creature design perspective, yeah. that's pretty fucking ingenious. Oh, it is. And also ter- because like I know like I've I've seen it and it's obvious. It's very like oh yeah. Like the thing with Alien is very like oh so it's like sexual. Horror. Yes. Oh, it is. Because it's it's because the hand like because it looks like a hand with like a vagina in the middle. Yes. It if does. I'm look, just it, do, it does. It does look like a vagina. Yeah. yeah. But not. not no, but not it does. No, no, not, not in a way you'd want it no, to. No, that doesn't belong there. <laughs> and it's, it, it makes you feel very uncomfortable. Oh, yes. Because they're like trying to like, what is this? So they're touching it. Every time they touch it, it tightens around his throat. It's like a self-defense. It's like a self-defense. So it like, so they try to like take a finger and the finger, like they're nasty, like dementor hands. <laughs> Shout out David. David. And so they try to like feel the finger and it literally starts choking. I'm just like, okay, what do we do? Darn it. Did you, like, what do you do? Right. We need a xenobiologist, though. The, so like, do you, like, hit it like a tick? Do you do, like, a tick? Like, you try and I, burn it? That's what I, that's what I would do. And, like, you would try to, like, yeah, you try to, like, fire it off, yeah. right? So they put him in an x-ray. And Ash is like, oh, my God, this is, like, a beautiful specimen. And Dallas is like, we got to get it off of him. <laughs> I'd be like, we'll kill an Ash. Ash is, Ash is, Ash is okay crazy. with himself. And Ash, and Ash is like, well, if we kill it, we could kill him. And he's like, well, and Dallas is like, we're gonna take the chance. Yeah. And he's like, well, will you take responsibility? And Dallas is like, yes, I'll take responsibility. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. So they're they're gonna do that. They're gonna burn through it. Yeah. So they have like this little laser, and they're yeah. gonna cut. What the plan is to cut the knuckles, and then they they can like peel it off. Yeah. But as soon as they cut one of the knuckles, oh, is it heal? It starts spewing acid. Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So this creature bleeds acid. So it drops out of the creature and it starts burning through the hole. Oh. So it starts literally. They're like, it's gonna burn its way through the hole. It's gonna open it up. It's gonna you know start sucking air out. So they literally fall. It burns through three things before it finally stops. Uh-huh. So like, well, we can't cut it. It's literally like if we try to like hurt it at all. Its defense mechanism is it has all this acid inside that's actually, of it. Yeah, that again, character, de- creature, like biological <laughs> creature design is that's fantastic. Right? It's <laughs> so like because that's what they said. Like, well, we can't we can't do anything to this. And Parker, one of the engineers, literally just like, why don't we freeze him? Let's just freeze him right now. That makes sense. Yeah, and Ash is like, we need to do tests. Um, actually, um, actually, <laughs> but also too, like, okay, now that I'm th- now I'm doing the overthinking. Part. Yeah, wouldn't the laser cauterize so it wouldn't bleed? I don't well, know. It's not, I, I, I don't man, know. So. I don't know. I, th- I think you're right. It I'm not would. trying to overthink it. No, I, I think you're right. I'm not I'm not exactly sure yeah, how lasers we work. We don't have a scientist. With this was probably the 70s idea of what kind of like yeah. a little laser. Because it's yeah. like, you know how they have those like laser cut things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's like that. Um, I mean, I'm fine with it. I'll yeah, no, 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 no. I know. I completely agree because I have no idea. I think you're right. I think it would cauterize the yeah the the cut, but uh, that would have saved them so much time. They would have, yeah. Darn you, darn you, Billy Scott, and your non scientifically accurate movie about aliens. <laughs> so, so Ash just keeps running tests on this thing, and so um, oh, uh, when they yeah. did the X-ray, did it show anything? Besides. No, it just showed it just showed that there was the thing down his throat, and it confused them because they're like, okay, it attaches to him, it puts him in a coma, but it doesn't kill him. What is it doing? It's a parasite. Yeah, it's like a parasite. But they're like, why? But this is such like a specifically designed 
thing. Why? Why would it do this? I'm putting you outside, dude. You're. We're gonna figure it out. Dude, if this, I'm gonna tell you right now, Daniel. If something <laughs> attaches to my face and puts its tentacle down my throat, kill me. <laughs> this does not end well for me. Yeah, that's no, right. And while Ash is looking at it, he's like, "This is like the perfect organism. Like it changes its cells so it can adapt into like any environment and everything." And Ripley comes up, and she she's kind of like asking about Kane. She's like asking about like, you know, how's it going? Like, are you looking at the organism? And she's like, "Hey, by the way, Uh-oh. why did you just let them in? That was a direct order. I was in charge of the ship, and you put us all in danger." This is where, in a perfect world, Sigourney Weaver gets to kill him. Yeah, just put one in his head for insubordination. Where's the warhammer? Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you know what he tells her? He's like, "Forgot." I forgot you were actually in charge, and he gave a direct order to open the door, so I just oh, kind of did. Yeah, no. If you if yeah, you're yeah, watching yeah. this movie, and you genuinely believe that Ash is a good person. I have you, I have I land was, in Florida to sell you a <laughs> bridge you can buy. <laughs> and she's like, "So you think this is like the perfect organism, right?" And you've let it onto our ship. Hmm. Well, we <laughs> only need five to fly it, I guess. Right? <laughs> Off they go. Right. So she's. So she's like, she's angry. She's like, trying, she's trying to find Dallas, and they get notified. Okay. The alien has disconnected from his face, oh and is gone. God. Oh, they didn't have a. Th- a- a- Ash calls him up. He's like, "Hey, I should not be this irrationally upset." <laughs> he calls him. He's like, "Hey, I don't know where it went." So there's this great scene where they're in there. So they go. They know it's in. So they're kind of like looking around for mm-hmm. it. And they don't know where it's, like, scuttled off to. So when they say... Okay, so I don't know how much yeah. you can... So when they say it disconnected, do they mean, like, it retracted its... It literally... Thing, or it just cut it off and then... It, it literally off. retracted and scuttled away. So it's gone. We don't know where it is. Mm. So there's this great scene where they're just in there looking for it. And they it's, like, kind of dark and it's dingy. And Ripley, like, opens up this overhead compartment... And it just falls down, like, onto her. But it's dead. It, like, crawled away to die. Uh. So it's literally this nasty, ugly thing. And she's like, we're just going to yeet it outside the ship and get out of here. And Ash is like, no. We're going to take it back to the company. We're going to be, we're going to keep it on the ship and we're going to take it back to the company. It's dead. It can't hurt us anymore. Put it in a box or something, dog. Fuck, like at this point. Right? Like, like, like put a little bow on it. I'm also just saying, they did lose radio contact. So in theory, you could throw Ash out and leave. And leave. Honestly. And Dallas is like, what the fuck ever. I don't care. We're just going to get out of here. Just, we'll, uh, we'll keep it here. And Ripley's like, like. Shout out to, like, Ripley for being rational. She's like, no. She's like, how can you just let this insane man make these decisions? He's going to make calls. Yeah, and Dallas is like, listen, I just want to leave. And she's like, have you ever even, like, worked with this guy? Do you know anything about him? Like, what? Like, he's like, well, I ran, we did all these other missions with this one guy the whole time. And he mysteriously disappeared, huh? And right before this, they replaced him with Ash as a new science officer. I'm rolling with it. I don't really... He's like, how close are we are to leaving? And she's like, well, we can kind of leave at any time, but they're fixing it up because we're blind on our B and C decks. We can't really see anything, and some of the power is low. He's like... He literally goes, I don't care about that. We just need to, like, get off of this planet. 
We'll worry about that later. We'll fix it in space. So she's like, we should probably fix it. He's like, no, we're, we'll be fine. So the ship takes off. Yeah. And it redocks. And uh, they're kind of going back off and like, we're 10 months away. So we're going to have to go back into cryo sleep. And we, and we just kind of, this is kind of a wild thought, right? So when you're in cryo sleep, you just kind of like go to sleep and wake up. But at the same time, 10 months of your life are like gone. gone. So like nothing happens to you. But everyone around you. Yeah. And that's kind of a wild thought. So to them, they're, you know, who knows how long they actually worked, but they're losing a couple of years. Yeah. Just in moving. That's the, that's the unfun part of space travel. Yeah. Even if you develop FTL. Yeah. So they're literally, so it's kind of like, so they're bummed about it, not, not in the fact that like, oh, but it's like you're losing 10, ten months or, or, of your life. 10 months of your life. Yeah. Or not so much your life, but of 10 months people. of other, of other yeah, people's your lives. Yeah, kid, your kids, I mean, that's almost yeah. a year. A kid could grow, you know. Yeah. Miss it walking, miss it talking, miss it. Yeah. Grandma dies. Honestly, no, no it's the whole thing. And they don't talk about that in Warhammer. No, they don't. Which <laughs> is kind of interesting. That you, the, the, and that whole idea. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're about to go back to Krause. Get, get another call from your boy Ash. Oh, God damn and, he, and he's like, Kane's uh, condition has changed. You should like come down and like talk to him. And they're like, what do you mean it's changed? He's like, it's easier if you just come down here. So they come down there and he's awake. And he's like, he's like, oh, that was, that sucked. But like, I'm, I think I'm okay. I think I'm like, like he's drinking water. He's uh, gonna, I would have like, shot you. Yeah. Uh, nope. No, you're not okay. There's you're the, not the, devil, the devil's inside you. The I devil, think. we gotta kill you. <laughs> and he's like, they ask him, like, do you remember anything? You remember that? She goes, no. He just remembers, like, this dream about, like, smothering. He just remembers having this really awful continuous dream about, like, being smothered. Yeah. Which, yeah, fair. Yeah. And so they're, like, they're talking to him. He says he's, like, he has, he has, like, memory loss, but, like, he feels okay. And they're like, listen, we'll, we'll go have food one more time. We have we have hand waved a lot of things away. A lot of this things. This alien away. thing was on your face. You yeah. feel better. Cool. 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 You physically show that it had put its tentacle inside of you, and you're like, "Yeah, no, I'm fine. No, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine." Well, they, they they talk about that too. That like when we get back, we're gonna be in quarantine for so long because we're around like you. Yeah, I'd be a little upset about that. Too. Yeah, so this is gonna, this is gonna take ten months. That however long uh, for them to be. So, like, we'll go have this meal. And um, so this meal, th- this is a very famous scene. Yep, it's the scene. It is the scene. And it is, I'm sure I'm sure everyone kind of has an idea of what this scene is. It's in, uh, in Spaceballs. It's in Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, it's been parodied all over the place. And, uh, again, this goes back to, so they didn't tell anyone really what was going to happen in this scene. Oh, that's cool. So a lot of the reactions are very <laughs> real. So Lambert, as I said, shout out to her, had no clue what was going to happen. <laughs> she was living alien. She was living, because it sprays them with blood. Yes. She did not know, first of all, that alien was going to be popping <laughs> out of his <laughs> chest. She did not know she was going to be splashed with blood. So you literally, you see her get splashed, and that is a genuine <laughs> like, reaction. Oh, what the fuck is happening? And you hear her go, oh my god. And it's just kept in the movie. And that that is a genuine, like, what is going on. Yeah, that's beautiful. So while they're eating, they're just having a normal meal. All of a sudden, uh, Kane is like, ooh, 
Ooh, he started acting like he woo. Uh, that salsa went down bad, guys. Yeah, I don't know. And they literally, he was writhing in agony. So they're like trying to hold him down. They're trying to like put a fork in his mouth so he doesn't like bite off his tongue. Uh-huh. And then literally, there's just through his like a shirt and like yeah. blood squirts everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then out of his chest pops oh, the alien. Good. And it is such a great special effect because he's oh, lying yeah. there. It's like it's a puppet. And yeah. it's literally because it's, it's half him and half a pup. Half him. Watched, and half, did you watch the documentary about it? Yeah, yeah. It's half uh, him and half the the movies that made us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they talk about how they did that effect. It, that was fucking cool. It is so cool. So he's lying there. The aliens just it's looking. Like a decent puppet, right? Yeah, and he's just like. Ah! Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the puppet looks a little goofy now. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but it's still like in that. Yeah, to be there and to experience it. That'd be wild. Yeah, because I think because and right because he like falls over a table. Mm-hmm. There's a dude like they had yeah. to time it so he falls. falls. There's a guy's hand. Okay, one two three. Yep. The hand comes like goes. Oh, they up, did it perfect. And like to hide him yeah. under this table and get it all. That's pretty cool. It's really it's so cool. And, like the genuine reactions and it, like it's all gory yeah. and it's looking around and then it like scuttles off oh, really my quick. God. It literally goes ah, and it like runs away. <laughs> And it's so, it's so good. <laughs> and they all look around like, the fuck? Kai? Kai? Is that real? And oh, Lan- this poor lad, she's just, she's going through it. <laughs> she's going ten rounds with the alien. She thinks they're on a spaceship. Ridley Scott has done magic to this poor woman. <laughs> no. On no. the phone with the I don't know, they, they <laughs> killed the man. <laughs> what the fuck? No. No, I'm done. I'm done. No more. I'm, I'm, you don't know. I don't know where I am. I'm scared. There's pipes everywhere. <laughs> this man with a camera just has another guy. I am covered in blood, <laughs> and it's not mine. It's not mine. Fuck. Oh, so it literally just runs away. So Dallas is like, "Fuck this." We're not keeping any of this on the ship. Yeah. We're going to find it. Because it, it's little, right? Like yeah. It's like the size of our microphone. <laughs> Don't we're going to find it. Yeah. Kill it. We're going to find it. We're just going to throw it out into space and be done with it and That's get out of here. That's the best idea. Which they should have yeah. done from the from beginning, beginning or whatever. So they get uh, some cattle prods. Yeah, yeah, because they don't really have weapons, right? Because they're they're just, just like a mining ship. That's the horror. Is yeah. I mean, they don't have any. They don't have like yeah. I mean, if you think about it though, and that's like there's a, the, the show called The Expanse, and they really make it yeah. like talk about like what it's like to fight in space. Yeah, like when you board people. Yeah, and how you have to like be in suits because yeah. if, if your bullet goes through that hole, yeah, we're all fucked. Yeah, and like the idea of like okay, do we use like. Like, do we just beat you with a mm-hmm. stick, or do we, like, carry guns because guns are safer, but if I miss you... Right, like, that like what do we do? going, yeah, in the space. Yeah. So they literally, they only have, like, like cattle prods. Why do we have cattle prods? We're mining come. What the fuck? Yeah, well, they're not, like, he, like, jerry-rigs them and be like, they're, like, something else. But oh, like, he's, yeah. like, they're, like, a cattle prod, don't touch it, we'll just zap it. And they jerry-rig these scanners that go off movement. Okay. Like, 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 changes in, like, atmospheric yeah. density. So they split off into teams of three. Mm, already, it's and a which bad is time. at least they're in teams of three though. Oh, no. And they they have like a net. And they're gonna like just take it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah eat it. So Ripley, um, uh, Parker, and Brett are together. The engineers, and they're they're looking. They're they're kind of going through, and they they pick up something on the scanner. And it's great because it makes like this beep, beep, 
And it's beep. a suspenseful beep. It's and it's a suspenseful like, yeah. beep. And the way it's it, it's it's like the old radar. It's like you're looking it's at some reason. It was yeah. just a, a dot in the line going back and forth. So they get closer and closer and closer. And, and this is another kind of great scare where out of this locker pops the cat. Oh. They, they think it's the, the thing. Uh-huh. Well, Brett doesn't grab it because he's like, it's the cat. And they, they yell at him. They're like, we're gonna keep cat. We're gonna keep picking it up on the scanner. Yeah. Go get the cat. Oh no. So they're like, we're gonna go ahead, go back and get the cat. We'll be good there. So this is one of the best like scenes. So he's looking for this cat, and he's going through like their like like cargo facility. Mm-hmm. So there's like kind of like water spewing down. There's these chains like that are slowly like dangling, and he's like calling out for the cat, and it's like really quiet. Yeah. You just hear the swing of the chains, the water falling down, and like him calling it, like he, like you can tell he's getting like nervous because it goes from like Jones, right? And he's kind of looking around, going Jones, like it's got like that. Yeah, come on, this come isn't on, funny anymore? That yeah, into that. Yeah, and he's looking, and he finally he sees the cat, and the cat is backed up, yeah. like in the back. He's like, come out. So the cat like starts to like walk towards him, and then it starts to back up. Oh, and then behind him, from the dangling chains. You just kind of see the alien drop down really slow. Uh, and you don't ever really see tons of the alien. So, like, you see its tail drop down. And you see it kind of, like, come... Because this thing is, all of a sudden, it has gotten massive. Yeah, it's, it's for an, a thing that's grown really fast. It's grown really fast. And, like, it gets up behind him, like, massively. And you just feel like it gets up. And he, it's this great scene because he's slowly turning around. Yeah. It's, and there's it's that behind you feeling like, oh, fuck, there's something. Exactly. And it's like in this really wet because there's water pouring down. And the alien, so the, the they're called xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're not called that in this movie. Uh, that would be a later edition. But um, it does one of its classic things here. And so they're disgusting. Yeah. They're always dripping and vile. vile and it opens its mouth. And the thing about xenomorphs is they have a mouth inside of their mouths so it opens up its mouth this other mouth extends out and it like uses it to like it like shoots the mouth out and Mm. takes bites out of you oh okay so it literally looks at him it opens its mouth another Mm. mouth comes out it shoots out bites him right in the head Uh takes this massive bite out of his head Mm. and it grabs him pulls him up into the chains and goes into the air duct And they, because I know. Okay, so well, you you said about the biting part. Because yeah. I remember in one, is it one of those of Alien vs Predator mm-hmm. movies? I think they like it punches through. Its yes, helmet. that's what it does. It, oh, okay. it's, it literally yeah. just opens and punches and, yeah. out. It grabs you, it pulls you in, and it yeah, bites yeah. you like that. And then it shows, just shows the cat because the cat's like still hiding, just watching him go up while you hear him yeah. scream, getting pulled up into the vent. So it so it cuts back to um, the rest of the crew. Yeah. And they're they're like, he's gone, he's dead. They're like, this thing got massive. Yeah. Somehow. Because they kinda like saw the tail end of him getting pushed up into the thing. Uh-huh. And they're like, this is like a nine foot tall monster. And yeah. it's in the air ducts. <laughs> kind of a bad time to have pipes all over this fucking ship. Yeah, I know exactly. And they're like, what do we do? And um Ash being very helpful, he's kind of like, Well, it's yeah, you know, I don't really know, but he's like, Well, most things are afraid of fire, I guess. I mean, so, like, thanks, Ash. That That's helpful. He's not, not wrong, but yeah. Yeah. 
And Dallas is like, okay. And Dallas actually comes up with a pretty good plan. He's like, okay. It's moving through the through the vents. Yeah. We'll all go in. Yeah. Because he's like, can, can we rig an incinerator unit? Like, almost be like a flamethrower. The other engineers left says, yes. I'll put it together. I'm going to go through the vents. You're going to seal them behind me. I'm going to flame, like, kind of, like, scare it. Yeah. We're going to get into an area. We're going to seal it behind it. We're going to open up the airlocks, and we're going to push it out into Lock space. Out. Okay. Pretty pretty decent plan. Yeah, no, that's a pretty good plan. The only problem is you got to go into the airlocks. So they're all kind of, it's like, Ripley, Ripley's down for anything. She's like, I'll do it. Fucking. And Dallas is like, no, I'm the captain. I'm going to do this. But I need you guys to be watching me, because you can see where it is. I need uh, you to, like, tell me. Where I'm going. And I, I, I have a feeling Ash is going to do some ashy shit. Ashy shit? Believe it or not, no. Oh, okay. Sometimes he doesn't do any ashy shit. So Dallas goes into the air ducts. Mm-hmm. And this is a masterfully suspenseful scene. Because he's going through these tight, dark mm-hmm. corridors. Nope. And it has these um, like circle vents that slowly creep yeah. open. He crawls through it, closes behind him. So they're down there, and Lambert also has, like, a, a set sensor. And so he's crawling through. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. So it's just him and a flashlight. He's kind of, like, going with his flamethrower. And he's, like, crawling through the ducks. And she tells him, he's like, there's something, like, coming your way. Yeah. And he's like, I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. And yeah. she's like, it's on top of you. She's like, you need to, like, leave. Yeah. So he starts going down, and she starts screaming. Because you, you hear it all like yeah. he's hearing it in his speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's screaming at him to go the other way because he can go up and he can go down. Yeah. He went down. Uh, so as soon as he hits down, he turns the flashlight in the duct, and, and you just see it for a second. Oh, no. And then it goes, ah! And then, like, his mic cuts out. Oh, it's such it's such a great, because it just builds and it builds. Mm-hmm. And again, you just get a small glimpse of it. Yeah. It got him. And you're like, oh, fuck. And this... Oh, God. No, I was going to say, this is the thing, too, is, like, you don't know how big of a threat it is because they can't conventionally fight it. Yeah. You just know it's hunting them. Yeah. Because in theory, right? Let's play the yeah. in theory game. Yeah. In theory, we're, in like, in an open space with a gun. Yeah. With, okay, like a fucking Second Amendment yeah, gun. It, like, yeah, exactly. Like, we're, like, it's not a threat. The problem is that they're literally in its perfect, like, right? Cramps. Yeah. Isolation. Yeah. You like what do you do? And you're stuck. And literally, if you go to sleep, you're asleep for four months for this thing just to be scuttling around. Well, in theory, I guess it starves itself. Yeah, but but we don't know it, that it probably can break through your because you're in a pod. Uh, yeah. So if it comes through the pod, if it gets hungry and it uh, like smells you, like do you take the risk of doing that? At least, you know, at least I'm asleep, I guess. Right. Rather than getting grabbed in a tunnel. And this is where, so, the, so they have an emergency pod. They have, like, an emergency getaway ship. Uh-huh. And they're like, why don't we just leave? That's what Lam- Lambert literally has just been, why don't we just leave? Why are we still here doing this shit? Because there's four of them. I think it only accommodates two. Uh-huh. So they're like, well, we'll just have to, like, give it a go. Like, we're just going to have to, we're going to kill it. And... She asks Ash. She's like, so... And they're all very tight. Like, they're all, like, yelling at each other. And, like, what... Because... Everybody's stressed out. Everyone's stressed out. Because the, the, the last remaining engineer, he's like, we just got to kill it. 
Lambert's trying to get away. Ripley's trying to like hold them together. Ash is doing nothing. Yeah. And she's like, so Ash, is there anything from you or mother or the company that we should do? And Ash literally goes, we're uh, still like a, co- a coalating uh, answer. She's like, okay. Coalating. <laughs> That's a word. That's a word. So she's like, you know what? I don't need you anymore. I have access to the, to the mainframe computer. I'm going to go ask it what's, you know. Yeah. going on I don't need you excuse me she literally just like goes yeah I'm done like no we're done with this conversation yeah we're done with yeah, this conversation so she goes logs into the computer and she starts asking it questions about the current directive yeah and then something pops up for science uh, officer eyes only uh-huh. she bypasses it to read what it is and essentially the, it's a direct order from the company that they are to bring back the yeah. the, the alien specimen yep uh, all other uh, objectives are secondary, and the crew is expendable. Uh-huh. And she's like, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah. And literally, while she's reading this, she's like, "No, this isn't gonna." Ash literally like is right behind her, and he's like, "Oh, there's a good uh, answer for this." And she's like, she like freaks out because she doesn't know he was right there. So she like pushes him. He like bangs off the thing, and he's like, "I can." He's like, "She's like, I don't want to hear." Any like, and she's like freaking out because she's like, he's let us like die. Yeah. So she is like trying to get it. Was like she's just walking away from him. Well, he starts shutting the doors behind her, and she's like, "What like are the, you like do- to cut her off?" I like, like to cut her off from leaving. So she's like, "Open the doors," and when she turns around because she like pushed him into like the uh-huh. wall, he's his like, he busted his head. He busted his head, but it's slowly this like. Like goo uh-huh. is coming down instead of blood, like this, like solid goo. Uh-huh. And she's like, "Oh, that's not good." He just starts like attacking her. Oh shit! He okay. starts like trying to kill her. Yeah. So he's like throwing her into things. He throws her into one of the cruise quarters, and he takes a magazine and he rolls it up and he tries to shove it down her throat oh, to like kill, like kill her yeah. that way, which is a gnarly way to yeah, like, kill somebody. That's very. That's a very uh, slow way to do Duh. it. So uh, the engineer and Lambert show back up and they kind of like pull him off. But he's like way stronger than them for some reason. So they take a a fire extinguisher and literally hit him in the back of the head. His head pops off and they realize he's a robot. He's like an android. android. So he starts like malfunctioning and he's like fighting him. So it's this great like shot where his head's dangling off and he's like on the ground like like, trying to like kill them and... So eventually they just beat the shit out of it enough to where they like disconnect it. So they're like, oh my god, we've had a robot this whole time. Yeah. And uh, great special effects here because they reconnect it because they want to ask him questions about the alien. Yeah, and now we're going to hopefully be able to beat the shit out of you, but also... Right. It's like half of his body is like spread open with like wires, but it's like, again, biomechanical stuff. Yeah. So it's all like oozy and gross. And they have his head sitting. So obviously, like the actor's like sitting in the head, yeah. But like the whole body spread out, so they reconnect it. So like the head's moving independently. Uh, cool. It looks so good, yeah. And it's like oozing stuff out of its mouth, yeah. and it's like, oh hi. <laughs> and they're asking. There's he's like, listen, you know, this was just my they the my, company wanted this. Yeah, my directive. My this is my directive, and they're asking him questions about it, and he's like, it's the perfect like human killing machine. And they it, want to weaponize it. Yeah, and they want yeah they want a weapon. They want it for the uh, weapons department. Of course. And um, while they're talking to him, like it sounds like you like 
idolize this thing. Like you, he's a, he goes, yeah. He goes, it's it's literally this perfect thing. It it's just a, it just wants to survive, mm-hmm. and it, it's not doing it because it's like evil or it's just a wild animal yeah. on the ship. He goes, I, he goes, I admire the purity of what it is because mm-hmm. it's just it's just a thing. It's just doing mm-hmm. its thing, and um, he gives what this is. They're they're like, listen, forget this, forget the the ship, the ore we're carrying. We're gonna emergency self destruct it. We're gonna take our chances on the escape pod. Yeah, we'll just we're better off then than just letting this thing run rampant. I mean, well, now, you're, now you're down to three, right? If you yeah. leave the robot, if you leave three. the robot, and he Ash gets in this really good last line where he's like, "I can't lie about your chances, but you do have my sympathy." <laughs> <laughs> thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks. So they they leave him there. So like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, she sends uh, what is his name Parker and Lambert. She's like, go get some CO like it was like CO or oxygen tanks or whatever. We're gonna need as much as we can carry or coolant it is on this ship because we don't know how long we're gonna be out there. Get as much as you can. We'll get it loaded. She's gonna go prime the ship to self destruct. Yeah, we'll meet up again. So they're down loading up these tanks. So they're throwing the tanks, loading them, going as quick as... And again, Lambert is like freaking out. Yeah, this is it. This This is it. She's like holding it together. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. So Ripley is kind of like getting the ship ready to self-destruct and she realizes the cat is still on the ship. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'll I'll take the cat. So she goes... So so while she's looking for the cat and and, and she gets it, no, no incident because it's yeah. on the bridge. It does scare her because it like jumps down. She does yeah. a very like realistic like, God damn it! Like you know, you're like about to cry, yeah. But you're just like mad, so you're like cussing at something. So she like picks it up and she like puts it in the case. And while she's doing this, she hears, and this is great too because she you hear it like her mm-hmm. while they're loading the tanks. The alien drops down, and nice. it's shown because there's this big circle of light behind Lambert as she's loading the tanks. And you just see the shape of it land behind her. Yeah. And, like, it, it always is, like, hunched, and then it, like, stands up. Yeah. And it's standing there. And you literally, because you hear on the microphone, he, Parker is yelling at her to get out of the way because he wants to shoot it with a flamethrower. But she can't move because she's too scared. So you just hear her yelling. She can't. He's yelling at her to get out of the, like, get out of the way, get yeah. out of the way. And he eventually is like, fuck it. So he just runs at it to try to, like, elbow it out of the way to kind of, like, uh-huh. reposition. But it, like, turns around and it, like, catches him. Uh-huh. Pushes him against the wall. Uh-huh. And he's yelling at her, like, leave. Like, get out. But she's, like, so terrified. Yeah. It's like, you know that dream when you're getting, like, chased by something? And you just lock up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a fight or flight. The fight or flight. She is peak flight, but no, but no but not going. No wheels. No. So it does its thing. It shoots out right in the face. Yeah. Bites it. Like, goes, like, through your brain. Yeah. Kills him. Turns around to her and literally, like, walks at her really slowly. And it takes its tail underneath her legs. Like her, and it's got, like, a hook tail. Yeah. It, like, stabs her in the spine. And then Ripley is hearing this because she's like kind of like talking, like she's doing that, like you know when you almost go to scream and you can't scream. She's like trying to talk to them. Yeah, she's like, okay, here we go, guys, we need to go, we need to go, we need to go. And Lambert lets out this scream, like this long, prolongated, like you're getting murdered, like thing. Scream, yeah. Of like, oh my god, turning into just this guttural scream. I'm like, they killed this woman. (laughs) She's 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 living, dying. Ridley Scott did something to her in the filming of this movie. Just every night before she went to 
Just leaving shit around to fucking terrify this woman. That's, this is a little bit of a tangent, but that's actually uh, what happened in the Blair Witch Project. Oh, really? They, the actors in that movie didn't, ha- didn't have a script. So all that is just them, like, talking to themselves? They, and... they were told, you're going to walk out of the woods, like, the, like it's a movie, yeah. here's a video camera. You're, you need to go to these places and record yourselves doing it. Yeah. So at night, they would tell, like, no matter what happens, just always be videotaping yourself. So when they were sleeping at night, they would just fuck with them. That's fucked, dad. So they were actually, like, scaring them. Yeah. So when they're on the video, like, that's real, like... Fear. Fear. That's all American. Because, there, yeah, there was no script. There was no, like, yeah. you're in the woods. You're hitting these points. Go here, 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 and here. we'll fuck with you. Listen, listen. If I am so emotionally destroyed... That when I'm recording myself, a snot bubble appears. Yeah. We're fighting. We're fi- it, I die or you die. There's no middle no. ground at that point. The, it's The Shining. Um, you know the scene where Jack Nicholson busts yeah. down the door? They didn't tell her, right? No, they told her. So the guy who directed that movie, whose name is escaping me, I'm so sorry. It's the other big one. Stanley Kubrick. Yes. He's a psycho. <laughs> I've heard he is, yeah. And he made them do that so many times. That explains why she just looks worn out. She's worn out. She is legitimately scared. <laughs> because she's seen Jack Nicholson swing that axe around talking to himself for hours. <laughs> With Stanley Kubrick going, no, you're going to do it again. No, you're going to do it again. I've heard that he's rough on some of his actors, yeah. So when she's just sitting there crying, it's because she's actually crying. <laughs> because she's got, first of all, an insane madman. <laughs> Forcing her to do this 50 times. You've got Jack Nicholson literally talking to himself going, kill, axe. And she's just like, I've had enough. No, that is, that is, I do not have a union. I cannot get out of this. Somebody call my parents. I have no doubt that I must scream. I think that's what they did to this Lambert actor. I don't know if he was in an alien suit. It's just a dude following her. Hiding behind the corners. I'm going to get you. It's there again, guys. You guys are there. I'm not crazy. (laughs) So Ripley is like, okay, it's just me. I need to get this thing blowing the fuck up. So she goes to this um, directions to start the self-destruct. Very realistic, actually. Like, there, it's multi-part. It's co- yeah. like it's it's complicated. You can tell that like you would need multiple people, people to agree to do, do it this. to do this. Yeah. And it takes so it's a ten-minute self-destruct. Oh, there's always more than enough time. You can stop it at five. Okay. Once it goes past five, we're on. We're on. It literally is on the directions. It's like the failsafe will turn back on at five because you're turning off the coolant to the ship. Yeah. It's going to overheat and blow up. So at five minutes, you still got time. Past five, point of no return. You better be leaving. So she gets it. She turns it on. She picks up the cat. And this is one of my favorite ending sequences ever because they, like, there's a siren going. Like, there's smoke is coming everywhere. If you didn't know you were on a movie set, this would be your fucking nightmare. It would be. Like, you feel like it's going to blow up. Yeah. Like, there's just sirens, and it's like the whole thing, and there's like, literally, they did smoke everywhere. She's running. She gets to the ship. Well, as soon as she gets to the junction between where she needs to get and where the emergency ship is, the alien is just like, there. <laughs> and it's just like, what's up? It's like, hey. So she drops the cat. What's going on in this neck of the woods? <laughs> And, like, shout out to Sigourney Weaver, because she looks like she's going through it, too. <laughs> she's sweaty. She's gross. She's just sitting there. She drops the cat. And it's like, and because there's this countdown constantly going, T yeah. minus, you know, seven nine, minutes. Yeah. And so she's like, fuck, I can't get out. I got to go turn off the emergency self-destruct. So she starts booking it back. <laughs> 
And it starts a, a very stressful count, a 30-second count. Because it's like, once it's 30 seconds, it'll be five minutes. You can't turn it off. Yep. So, again, complicated, multi-step process to turn it back on. And when she dropped the cat carrier, the alien is, like, lurking over it, like, getting real close to the uh, cat. This poor cat is probably like, like, let's go, go. <laughs> A lot of people went through it. <laughs> and it is really stressful because she's, like, trying to she's like trying to push the, the lever, yeah. And while she's going to flip the switch to put it down, she slips and falls. And literally gets there just, she put, it goes one, and two, and she's able to put it down. It doesn't matter. Oh, really? It's still going. Oh, no. Because she slipped. So as she's reaching out to get it, she it literally goes one, two, it literally goes two, two one. one. Then she gets it down. But she got it at five. But she got it at five, and it's not gonna stop. Oh shit! So that's she's a good, that's a good fucking. It's a really good because you think oh she's gonna get back in the nick of time. She misses it by the nick of time, yeah. and it's still counting. And there's this great scene. She's like, I did it. I she's like talking to the computer. She's like, I turned it back on. Like, uh, yeah, like hey, yeah. Hey, what are we doing? And she's like, Mother, I turned it back on. And he's like, and it's still counting down. It's like shit will self destruct in four. And she literally goes, Mother, you bitch! And she just slams <laughs> the computer. So she's like, now I've just got to book it. Now it's it's me. it's I die or you, you die. die. There's no in between. So she just starts booking it for the because she's like, listen, I'm either gonna stay here, it's gonna blow up, or I try to get past the alien. Yeah. So she runs, she runs, she finds, she literally, she slams into the wall, turns, the cat carrier's still there, and the alien's gone. So she's like, okay, maybe I can, we can do this. Mm-hmm. So she she grabs the cat carrier. There's this great shot where her hand, like, nasty, like, dirty hand, like, goes and, like, she pulls up and looks. They get in the emergency ship. It's still counting down. It's counting down. She gets it off by, like, 30-something seconds. Yeah. The ship's going. It leaves the carrier. Then the carrier just explodes. Oh, they wouldn't even... Like, huge... Like, it explodes. They were very proud of this explosion effect (laughs) because it does it three times. (laughs) And uh-huh. so it just shows them being like bombarded by like the radiation from the ship. So she's like, and she literally looks back. She's like, I got you, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like I, like I beat it. So she back. So she's like, okay, I just like, I did it. I'm going to, she puts the cat in the cryogenical sleep. Yeah. And she like, kind of, she closes it. She starts like taking off her clothes. Cause she's going to get in the cryo. She's going to get in the cryo sleep. She's going to float. It's going to be chill. And while she's like clicking some buttons to get ready for cryo sleep, uh-huh. in the shelf above where she's clicking the buttons, yeah. the alien reaches out. Oh god damn it! It's literally just it's sleeping above her. Like it's it, it crawled down there. It's like oh this looks like a nice place. Yeah. And when you rewatch the movie, you can see it the whole time. Oh really? It's just chilling. Like it's like sleeping and it's like curled up in the top part or in the yeah. So it's like there's like this like kind of like alcove like around yeah where like du- like like du- like ducking is and it's literally in the duck and it's just kind of like yeah, sitting yeah. there like asleep and so now she is stuck in a she thought you blew it up you went through this whole like emotional Bullshit, roller coaster yeah. and now she's stuck in this tiny little enclosed area with this monster <laughs> yeah but it's but it's this is the only one because it's like sleep like it's like it kind of like reaches out it's like Ugh, like it like kind of like goes back to sleep yeah so she's like fuck what do I do? Because you can't... Because if it bleeds... Yeah. It's going to burn a hole through your hole and you're dead. She's got no weapon. She's got nothing. Yeah. So she literally backs up slowly into where the spacesuit like, locker is. So she gets in there and she's like... Yeah. And you can tell she's, like, thinking. Yeah. She's like, what do I do? And she slips into a spacesuit. 
and she grabs like this like almost like a grappling hook type gun. Yeah. She opens the door. She's like keeping like an eye on it the yeah. whole time. So she walks up and while she's walking, she's like singing this like lucky star song to herself to like try to keep her like calm. Yes, yeah, same. Like, like say fun. like she's like and it's like you kind of like believe it like she's like you are my like she's like seeing this like it's almost like a twinkle twinkle little star kind of a thing so she sits down and like she's not taking her eyes off of this thing she's just sitting there so she locks herself in to the uh, to the seat yeah and she literally hits a button that causes steam to come out where the alien's sitting Uh and like wake it up okay so it it and when she does this she turns away from it and stops looking at it because okay. it is it gets because now now it's awake and now it sees her now it's like mad so she has to wait she's waiting for it to get right behind her so she's trying to stay calm while this oh man that's a good that's a literal good demon scene. yeah like this literal demon is like <laughs> getting so she's like sitting there like singing to herself and then it does this close-up from the side where she's oh, like that, yeah the, the close-up with it yeah yeah, yeah where yeah. she like slowly turns around and right when she turns around it's like right there yeah she's able to hit because it's directly behind her so she hits and she opens the airlock okay so as soon as it opens the airlock she's trapped in the ship it pulls the alien back but the alien reaches out and grabs the sides. Of course. Of the, because, you know, it's not going to go out. <laughs> so she turns around with the harpoon. The harpoon and she shoots it. And it knocks the alien uh-huh. out into space. But it kind of connects to the harpoon gun. So, so when she shuts the door, it shuts on the wire. And so it's, it's still attached to the alien. Yeah. Which is still dangling outside. <laughs> so the alien reaches out its tail. It curves into, like, where the engine goes, and it starts pulling itself into, like, the engine system. Oh, goddammit. Like, this thing just won't go away. Yeah, no. <laughs> At this point, right? you're like, it. So when she sees it coming, she hits to rev the engine. Yeah. And it, it basically after forces it. It afterburns it. Just, and it doesn't even, like, destroy it or anything. It just pushes it out into space. So it just floats away. Yeah. So finally, the alien's gone, <laughs> and it's her floating, and it ends with her floating in space. Yeah, and she's kind of leaving like a voice recording, and she's like, "I am the last survivor of the Nostromo." She kind of reads over everyone's name. She's like, "I'm gonna go into cryo sleep. Um, I should be in the like the frontier in about three weeks. Yeah, hopefully someone's able to like pick me up." Uh, this is Ripley signing off. And then she gets the cat. She goes into the, the cry of sleep. And it ends with her, um, with a shot of her asleep. Yeah. It actually, and then it fades to, like, just space. Yeah. And then it, the credits hit. Uh, the music plays. And uh, just, a, just a great, uh, great movie. Um, a little bit of spoiling for aliens. Mm. They don't pick her up for, I think, like, 50-something years. Oh, shit. It's, it's actually a great setup because she has a daughter. Oh, and she's... And when they pick her up, her daughter's dead. Oh, shit. Because they they basically pick her up. And this is the this is the whole hook of Aliens, is they pick her up. Uh, they like, well, it's, you know, how 50, 60 years in the future. Yeah. Sorry, your, your daughter's dead. By the way, you kind of owe us for the ship you blow up. Wow. And we're charging you for it. We're, we're bringing criminal action against you for negligence. Because mm-hmm. they're like alien. They're like, there's no alien. The, the company knows, right? Yeah, but they're doing the whole, like yeah. the rope back into yeah. being this the work for them again. Exactly. So they're like, we're bringing criminal. We're going to lock you up forever, essentially, for like. And she's having like night terrors constantly of yeah. like this alien killing her. And the whole hook for that movie is in this time that she's been asleep, the company started a mining colony uh-huh. on that planet. 
because they really want those alien eggs. They really want those alien eggs. And um, the mining colony has gone silent. And there's only one person who's ever, like, (laughs) encountered one. one. Yeah. Yeah. So they basically give her a deal. They're like, hey, if you come and do us this solid and go with this military expedition to this planet... Because, of course, they don't hire the actual military. They hire, like, a commando group. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, if you go, we'll wipe away your debt wipe, to yeah, the company. Wipe away the debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's the hook to aliens. Okay, that's a good hook. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it's a classic movie. Mm-hmm. Um, one in- interesting thing is if you watch the special edition that with, yeah. Rid- with Ridley Scott giving commentary... Uh, he gives a little context to, to the alien ship that had the eggs in it. Mm-hmm. And he says that the idea in his head was that this was a bomber ship. Uh-huh. And that the alien, it was their like biological warfare. Oh. And that they would fly over, they would drop these eggs on a location. And then just... And just deuce out. And this was how they were in like a war. Oh. And then one of them got out. Got in the pilot, but this no. was they—they're like a biological warfare weapon. They would drop the eggs on an area, mm-hmm. let the eggs go, and let these, whatever they are, it killed, kill, yeah, yeah, killed things. Because technically, yeah, like, yeah, we call them xenomorphs, mm-hmm. but xeno just means alien, mm-hmm. it's an alien shape morph mm-hmm. thing. So it has no actual species. No, it's like Baby Yoda. We don't really know what Baby Yoda, Yoda is. is. It's just an alien. Yeah, and the thing that you'll find out later in the series too is that it depends what the alien with the face hugger impregnates it changes what the alien ends up looking like Mm -hmm. humans look more like a uh, xenomorph Mm -hmm. the predator looks different it gets on a dog at one point that looks completely different so it has a very it's a very it it adapts to where it is it's yeah it's a tyranid Mm -hmm. it's It's, very very similar to the tyranids and stuff like that yeah and they have a queen yeah yeah and the, the the queen like attaches to like a sack and it I've seen that, yeah. puts out the eggs, but it can detach from the sack. And the queen is like the intelligent one. It like tells them what it, yeah. they're tyrannids. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're evil tyrannids. But yeah, but yeah, that's a it, it's a classic movie. I think anyone who in, anyone who enjoys mm-hmm. um, sci-fi, anyone who enjoys like slasher horror thrillers, yeah. I think really enjoy this movie. Especially if you like, even if you just like H.R. Geiger and you like kind of that imagery, mm-hmm. it's a must-watch in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I've never. <laughs> I don't do well with horror movies. Yeah. And I know it is a very prime horror movie. I think, too, because, like, you said, the enclosed space. Like, yeah. Like, you describing it to me, I'm like, okay. Yeah. We're in a box. Yeah. And me, this thing and seven of us are going to figure this shit out. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this. I'll, I'll have to show you the one scene I'm talking about with the chains in the water. Yeah. Because I'll have to show you. Because it, it just sets it up so well. I was going to say, too, like, not to get too yeah. into, like, metaphors. Yeah. But I know, like, we've talked about how it's a very, like... It's uncomfortable because of like how weirdly sexual it is. It is. It is. It was designed. It's like a violation to be, of your body. Yes, it was designed to be weirdly. There is a there is heavy like rape metaphors mm-hmm. in, it. in it. Yeah, no, because it's a viol it's a violation. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean not to make, no, no, yeah. but it, it, it legitimately it was supposed to it was supposed to be like in multiple levels it was supposed to get you on like that this is a violation of yours yeah. it's not just a monster that like it's violating your space yes your body and like a right. body horror body horror sense. yeah it's not just killing you it like violates you, you and then, then kills, kills you. you yeah which yeah yeah which I think is what. that's why like okay Predator rips my head out of yeah. my spine yeah. but you know what I mean at least he was like rip me out like yeah. kill me quick you know what I mean yeah no Predator just wants to like kill you, kill you. yeah like alien it. does like 
Even more so in the second one, because what it does is it needs hosts to be alive. Yeah. So they take alive people, mm-hmm. they goo them to the wall, which mm-hmm. just like barely keeps them alive. And then it like they come out, right? And, and then they feed you, they like regurgitate black goo into your mouth oh. to like keep you alive. Nice. They bring an egg. And they set it down in front of you and wait for it to hatch and for the face hugger to get on you. And then they just let it fall off and then you just have to wait for the alien. It's an awful, like, they literally show wall, like a whole wall of people who are just like. Hoping to die. I w- yeah, no, literally people just like. There's like this comic story about this one kid. Who was like raised on one because they didn't want to kill him for some reason. They like uh. had like some aversion to him. So he was just like <laughs> grew up in like this like. <laughs> He turns into a psycho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very uh, nature or nurture versus nature on him. And he has to like eat the black, uh, whatever they were like. Regret. Yeah, it's nasty. I'd rather be killed by Predator too. Yeah, yeah. Predator just wants to kill you. Rip, rip my spine yeah. out of my ass, Predator. Do it, hey, do it, please. please. Yes, sir. Um. So for you, like, so what, yeah. so what was the appeal for you with this? Like, what was obviously? I mean, it's, yeah. it's an icon. Like you talking about it, mm-hmm. I'm like. Oh, this is where that horror, horror thing, thing came from. But for you, like, when you were watching it, because you said you, you were telling me you watched it multiple yeah. times, what was the, like, when you were like, okay, this is kind of like, this is cool. Like, what about, because I know what, we're big sci-fi, I mean, yeah. Warhammer and stuff, but. Well, honestly, it, I think we kind of touched that at, at it at the beginning, but it is that, first of all, I'm afraid of space. But space also is very interesting, because space is huge for, like, fear, it's a, it's and a, for horror. There's a lot of space mm-hmm. in space. And it is the unknown. Because especially in the first two Alien movies, it is this... Un, it's just, it is just a thing. Yeah. It's this force. It's not It's not like the aliens are coming to invade us. And it's... I think, too, it's a very... There's a thing in horror. It's like isolated incidents. Um, it's the idea yeah. that what is happening is not this big world-ending event. You just got unlucky. It's just to you. Yeah. And it's, it's a very special brand of horror. It's non-consequential horror. Uh-huh. Where this horrible thing that's happening is awful. It's horrible for you. But it's not like this big... It's not like War of the Worlds, right? Yeah. Well, just, or yeah. this big action movie threat or something. It is literally you having a very bad day. <laughs> no, and it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a very... In the grand scheme of things, it's non-consequential. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of good horror is kind of based off of that. Because it's the horror of that. This is just a bad thing happening. Yeah. And like it's kind of yeah, and it's kind of like that. It's this very small scale. There's only one. There's only one monster. Yeah. Um. Really, it's just there because a corporation wants it to be around. They could have gotten rid of the problem multiple times. <laughs> yeah. So, and, then, and again, it's a kind of a commentary on that. Like, if you want to go into like corporations, yeah, corporation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, corporation bad. But uh, it's that kind of it's that kind of fear. It's that kind of horror that it's just this. One day you're just out doing your thing. And bad shit happens. And your boss tells you you gotta go pick up a package. <laughs> and that package has something. And like that it. package, no. And it's um, yeah, because because sometimes movies with the scale is always like this is a this is the Avengers End Game. Yeah. It's like th- like Thanos is gonna snap the world instead of just like this is just Timmy's Timmy's day sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. It's not good. And sometimes I feel like that smaller scale horror hits is more. hits more mm-hmm. because you can see like you just take the wrong turn. This there's literally a horror movie the, the wrong, wrong turn. turn, or you know, or like, uh, or even like some of the haunting movies, mm-hmm. um, just where it's like, it's not like after you necessarily, it's just you stayed there when you shouldn't be there, and yeah. then you leave and it's gone. Like, I don't know, it's just like, I feel like that hits, 
And it's a good representation of that. And again, with my lover of um, slasher movies from the 80s, it, mm-hmm. it falls right in there. It's an alien slasher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. And if uh, anyone... And it's a great opener because it does... There's a whole line of media that you Behind can go it, off. Yeah. I was going to say, too, when you mentioned the alien slasher, there really hasn't been another alien... Like... No. Alien, not <laughs> fucking damn it, and not like a true like not a alien the movies, but like right. a, a, like a foreign Martian thing. No, that's a slasher movie. If you really, I mean, okay, no. a good one, maybe, a good maybe, because no. you know, I know there's that killer clowns from outer space, but that's that, not, I mean, that's supposed to be no, like no, it's kind of an idea that never got touched on a lot because usually aliens are like a um big like a global well, yeah, threat, yeah. There's probably the closest. It's not a. It's not a slasher movie, but it's a movie called Fire in the Sky. Okay. And it has probably the most uncomfortable alien probing scene that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. It, it's based on a quote unquote Close, real account. Yeah. It's someone's real account of what happened. Uh-huh. And it's this story about these miners who went out of the woods and then went missing and then mm-hmm. showed up. Later, and they remember this, this, this their recollection, and it's based off of this guy's recollection of what happened. And it, you watch that, you're like, "Ooh, <laughs> I would never want to get visited by the aliens. <laughs> they do some things to this man, <laughs> and it just makes you feel like really uncomfortable." Like, yeah, I mean, signs, I guess, in a way, was, was kind of similar. Yeah, but that was kind of a week. Yeah. Ending because it did become a kind of a global event. Yeah, it at did. The end. It always becomes yeah. That's the it always becomes a global event. Um, well, even Clover, I guess Cloverfield's about aliens, but again, that's a global. That's yeah. I mean, it, it rips the Statue of Liberty's head. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I mean, but you're right though. It is a well. It's just one person's very bad bad day. day. It kind of it's yeah. kind of like that because it's just one like man, I'm having a really bad day, <laughs> but. Horror needs more really bad day representation. I agree. I mean, that's what, like, you know, talking about, like, it follows, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is... Oh. It's, it's a metaphor for STDs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that whole, like, man... You can't get rid of it? You can't... Well, you can't get rid of it, and then, you know, spoilers for it follows. Right. That's how the movie ends, right? She yeah. has sex with that guy, and now it follows it's him. him, yeah. And she was like, sorry, dude. Sorry, like, sorry. Yeah. Like, that's tough, man. Now you got herpes. Like... <laughs> And he was like, damn. Yeah, it was kind of like uh, Smile, too. Smile kind of ended like that. I don't uh, know if you okay. saw that. That's the creepy one, right? Where everybody's You're smiling. smiling. It, that movie's okay. That's going to be my hot take for this episode. That movie wasn't that great. Uh, but it's that kind yeah. of like, it's just kind of like, it's around. You pass it off to people. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. You. But there you go. I, I mean, I guess the now, if, if you know, if anybody who's listening, uh, mom and dad, if you... <laughs> Know any like slasher alien movies? I mean, Jason. Are we gonna count Jason X? Jason X in space? Ooh, I mean, uh, uh, we could if we want to count like Leprechaun Four in space. <laughs> I've never seen that. But there's Leprechaun in the Hood. I mean, that, yeah, that revolutionized the Hood slasher. The Hood I, slasher, <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are, we need to do a whole uh, series on the Leprechaun movies. So those are <laughs> a trip. Which was R two D two the yeah. little the little, 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 little R two D two is uh, the Leprechaun yeah the first one had Sandra Bullock in it. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a few actors that have had their start in horror. Johnny Depp was in uh, the Sorry, first Nightmare on Elm Street. What a, I mean to go out the way he does. Yeah, my God. The but the amount of blood that <laughs> man just buckets. <laughs> that was a big chunk of their budget. Oh How yeah, kill Johnny Depp. Huge <laughs> chunk of the budget. 
Um, but well, I mean, thank you, Zach. I yeah, I, know, I know about Alien. You know, I've done the whole Alien. Yeah. I've done. I've watched Alien vs Predator. Yeah. Alien vs Predator Two. Eh. Uh, but I think it's cool to see how it all began, yeah. and I appreciate hearing. Yeah, of course, anytime. Hearing about this evil alien that will penetrate my face holes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, if you are listening, and you, I will make a post about this, and you want to leave a comment about your favorite horror movies, uh, or if you know an alien horror, horror? movie. Or slasher, so, I guess. Yeah, of, slasher beard. Let, let us know. Um, we are on Instagram at Lori Time Pod, Facebook, Lori Time Podcast. Uh, I am in the process of making Twitter. I keep saying that every episode, and then I honestly go on Twitter and I go, "God damn, this place! It's a horrible place." Oh bro. my! I don't, God! I don't. Oh, it's that community meme with uh, Donald Donald Glover when he just walks in with the pizzas and just shits on fire. Is it? Oh, oh my God! <laughs> And then finally, I'm making. I'm finally doing it. I'm doing the TikTok so we can just, you know, do little ads and stuff. Nice. Um, and then we have an email, uh, lawyertimepod at gmail.com If you want to tell us that, I, I feel like I missed something in our Warhammer episode. I'm sure. So I'm waiting for someone to send something and tell me to <laughs> eat dirt, or touch, touch grass. Out they will do. Yeah. But uh, thank you, Zach. Yes, sir. If that man, don't look at eggs, man. Don't, don't yeah. look at eggs. Remember high school chemistry, dude. Yeah, don't look directly don't in, look bro. Directly at goggles. God, no. You got to waft, waft with waft the head. it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.